listening to the Hip Hop Show on Sin 90.7. I'm your host, Henry. We got... Lukey. Jeremiah. And we got Kudzai. And we, we got a very special guest today who is definitely popping off right now. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. The one and only... <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, very humble, yeah. He's surprised. The one and only... <laughs> the one and only... <laughs> Rylan Rose. My man, how are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. Um, how you been? What's new? I'm good. I'm a bit stressed. I didn't think I was going to make it in time. I was running up Swanson Street trying to find the building. and Yeah, uh, you were a bit late, and that means that's all we have time for. So <laughs> yeah. thanks for coming thanks in. Yeah, yeah. Later, yeah, it's really good. No, well, no you're right. I'm glad right. to be here. You enjoying your Valentine's Day? No. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> it's no. all right. We got, we got some sad tunes yeah, coming we got up. Some sad you, can, you can enjoy it, yeah. Just and Drake. Um, <laughs> no, like I... my, my girlfriend's away right now so I, oh, just, same. I just spent the whole day like just working on music and stuff so i mean like that's good valentine's day for me like yeah. mm, no mm. pressure but uh in terms of like doing the valentine thing no i didn't really do that so because it is valentine's day we do have some valentine's based questions for you so <laughs> what we want to know is when did you first fall in love with hip-hop and is there like a particular moment in that timeline that you remember just first really just loving the genre Oh, okay. Um, that's a tough one. All right. So I'll just go off the top of my head here. I think it was like, um, like on a field trip or something like that. I knew like I knew rap music as like a little kid, but like when you get to high school, that's when everyone starts sharing music. Um, and someone played me, um, uh, I think it was Ambitions as a writer, Tupac, and I was just like, Man. holy shit, what is this? What like an introduction. And yeah. I think like. It was like a burnt CDs, and the next song was like "Forgot About Dre," yeah. Dre and Eminem, Big and then stuff. and then it was like "Still Dre," and then um, I took that CD, burnt it, and just played the shit out of it. Like it's, I still I've kept it, I've kept it in my Dre 2001 case because it's like yeah. that same era for me. That's and uh, yeah, and it's just like scratched. You can't play it anymore. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but you're no, you're never getting rid of it. Yeah, so that I think that was like my mind blowing moment that's that real hip-hop mm, yeah i think what's what's <laughs> yeah. the difference what's the difference was what really got me into yeah like the g-funk you know old school yeah. stuff yeah mm. yeah that i mean that album still sounds oh, modern it. like it's crazy yeah yeah it's incredible um but in terms of like rapping like trying to become a rapper i'd say that didn't happen until like you know three four years down the track sort of thing so what what caused that transition well i think it was at a time where you know, I'm just like this dorky white kid from Melbourne. Like, I didn't know. No one rapped at my school. And if, if you did rap, it was like a joke at that time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 8 Mile comes out. And hmm. it's just like, holy shit. Like, if you rap, you're all of a sudden somewhat kind of cool. Hmm. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I then let the secret out. I'd been trying to rap in my room, but, like, I hadn't told anyone. But then, like, the, the secret would kind of... I kind of let it out a bit more at parties. Came out of the closet. Yeah. Speaking of coming out of the closet, <laughs> I'm going to ask you the question they asked me that was hella hard. <laughs> oh, Where God. would you take hip-hop on a date for Valentine's Day? Okay. Um, <laughs> right? Easy question. Come on, right? man. I said, love, I said the Love Hotel. I said KFC. <laughs> Oh my god, oh, yeah. I was gonna get like all deep and shit. Get, get as deep as you want, man. Go for your life. Well, Go I was gonna cook hip up a nice sensual dinner, you know. And hang on, hang on. Yeah. So it has to be in Melbourne? Or? No, no, no. How come KFC isn't deep? There's a lot, you know, going on. There, deep so. fried. That is so dry. We still don't have sound effects, by the way. That's come on. No, like, cause for me, it's like basketball and rap, like 
you know, a marriage for me. Yeah. So, like, if I can take him anywhere, I'll take him to, like, Rucker Park or something in New York. You got some, um... Some African in your bloodline somewhere? Man? Me, no, no. No? No. You gotta get that checked out, man. <laughs> Ancestry.com. Ancestry.com. Yeah, it's so crazy straight, you mentioned that. I you was gotta... thinking of doing that DNA thing they mm. keep advertising on TV. Oh, it's G up, I reckon. And I was like... No, because I'm looking at your mouth. You got some full... There you go. <laughs> now we're taking it there. Now we're taking it there. Now we're taking it there. Now we're really taking it there. Now yeah. that's dope, man. Yeah. That's, who, do you, who do you support basketball? Bulls, man. I've, I've always... I've stuck by them. They let me down. They break my heart on mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Oh, stupid. But, um, yeah, no, I, I try and stand by them as much as I can. And then, like, just going off that basketball hip-hop analogy, what do you think was, in your career so far, what do you think your first slam dunk was? <laughs> like, That's uh, dope. I mean, man, uh, he was mentioned yeah. on BuzzFeed. That's a huge BuzzFeed. thing. BuzzFeed. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, was, that was good. Um, that was right up there. I think slam dunk was... Well, like, when you do your first dunk, not that I've ever dunked, but, like, that's, like, you get hype from that. Yeah. So I think hearing myself on, like, radio the first time was, you know, jump around the room sort of thing. Because mm, you're getting a lot of plays, yeah, just around the whole country. Yeah, just, just working up the Spotify playlist, you know, just trying to keep keep connecting to people. And, um, yeah, I mean, I could always use a few more spins on the radio. <laughs> but, yeah. like, yeah. but uh, in terms of streaming, like, that's been my strength in the past, you know, 18 months or so. Mm. Yeah. On, on that topic, actually, I just wanted to... I see that you, you have your foot in all these different sorts of, like, avenues. You have your own merch. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got your own podcast, which I understand. Yeah. Um, tell us a bit more about that. You know, how did that all come about? I'm not one of the popular kids in terms of, like, Australian rap. Like, I'm just not... I don't get that many shows. I don't get that many... You know, I don't end up at, like, festivals and stuff like that. So I think I was just like, all right, I need to make this work for me. How can I do it in Australia? Because it's so hard if you're not one of the you know, the top dogs. So it was like, I'm just going to try every avenue. And I tried, so like always pushing people towards streaming, trying to get on Spotify playlists, do a podcast, connect with people, talk to them like this. I don't know. I'll just always talk on my Instagram story, keep it goofy, just be myself, you know? Mm, that's really good. And in terms of not yet being that top dog, you you talk about that quite a bit in your EP. And just, yeah. I, I like that, how you have those themes of, just being honest and being like, yeah, I'm not as rich as all the rappers claim to be at the moment. Yeah. I, I really like that honesty <laughs> that is portrayed. I yeah, like I look, I, I had a period where I was trying to be the cool dude and I always felt like really embarrassed, especially with shows and stuff, because it was like I had to reveal myself. You know, I was like yeah. this short white guy yelling into a microphone and um, I just never felt comfortable. And then when I started talking about things in real life, like still live at my dad's, um, I get fired from every part-time job, you know, like, you know, once I started doing that, it was like, you know, I feel so much more comfortable about this, mm. and uh, that's when it actually did start to click as well in terms of exposure. And is that like, is that where a lot of the inspiration for um, your recent album comes from? Yeah. I mean, that's the title of it, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, once I, I don't know when it came to me, but like that phrase, almost famous and broke, when that hit me. That's when I was like, ah, I found my my lane and I feel good about this, you know. Um, and then and working on the new EP now, Dork, which is you know going to be out this year. So, yeah. Something that I find is like really accessible about your sound and music is there's a kind of segue between hip hop and like pop sensi- sensibilities. Yeah. Um, was that a conscious decision for you to make these huge anthems, or did it just come naturally in the studio? Something, you know, one of the moguls, Diddy or something, like, said, you know, you can be a good rapper, but can you write good songs? 
And that's when I was like, oh, shit, I can't write choruses. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so then, like, from that point, it was, like, two to three years of working towards figuring out, like, catchy, you know, not pop catchy, but just, like, stuff that people can sing to in their car and stuff. Yeah. Just vibe with. And, um, and then, at that same time, just by chance, like, Drake becomes the man. Yeah, huge. And... It's like, oh, that's like, like, cause you know, how, like early Drake was like a little bit R and B, and now he's, mm. now he, like he, then he just got tough out of nowhere. And it was yeah, like, yeah, like holy the, if shit. you're reading this, yeah, one yeah. like that, and then I was like, ah, oh, that's how like you do it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I probably work more on hooks and melodies and choruses than I do on raps now. Um. To be honest. You know what's really interesting, man? Like that line you just said, that Diddy line, where he's like, you can be a good rapper, but do you make good songs? Yeah. Yeah, man. I think as a musician, that's like, especially as rappers. Yeah. Like, I, I, obviously, like as as a singer and stuff, I've been around a lot of rappers. Mm. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah. Like, you get some rappers that can really spit some bars. Exactly. Yeah. But then they can't put together a song. Yeah. Mm. Like that one, that one you can like listen back to. Like it's a difference between like um, Nicki Minaj and uh, uh, Remy, Remy Ma. Ma. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You yeah, can listen Remy, to Remy yeah. Ma's track like one time, and she dragged her. Yeah. But Nicki Minaj's song was replayable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, no, and Diddy's got some nuggets. Like, he's got some <laughs> yeah, real golden hilarious. nuggets of wisdom. There was another thing. I was watching a Royce of 5'9 interview. This is just, like, the, the backpacker in me. Like, Royce of 5'9's, like, I learned how to write songs with Diddy. And Diddy, Diddy taught me the art of rewriting verses. And Diddy just made him rewrite verses, like, for days on end. And Royce is like, that's what made me... As in, sorry, like, rewrite different versions of the verse? Yeah, or? like, just keep... Uh, massaging it yeah, into like okay. perfection. Yeah, so like, like the first draft isn't the final draft. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and from that point, Royce is just like the rest that my career took off after that. Dang, so. that is like the complete opposite philosophy of me. Like, yeah, <laughs> if you were here when I explained how I make music, that's well, that, that's no, all right. I get that, that too. Exactly that's, that's all right. Too. Like yeah. um, for example, like Lil Wayne. Yeah, uh, most of like the Carter Three, he recorded on his tour bus with a suitcase microphone yeah right? he just he would literally just put it down and freestyle and then he'd be like now nah, play the beat again it's incredible and yeah like carter three is an amazing album yeah. so it, it really you know it's your career it's your creative process that works for you really mm. that's true exactly yeah rylan rose thank you for coming on the show My it's pleasure. been a pleasure thank you thank you and you know um where can we find you on social media uh find me on facebook at i am rylan rose i am rylan rose everything instagram twitter all that Spotify, just Ryland Rose. Awesome. Well, we're definitely going to be playing a lot of Ryland Rose here in the future, that's for sure. So thank you for coming on. Now we're going into Marvin's Room by Drake. You're listening to the Sin Hip Hop Show on 90.7.